Good morning, uh, everybody. This is uh, it's it's nine a.m. and it's time for a coffee break. What do you say, guys? Let's do it. I'm ready. <laughs> we, we just naturally rolled up in here with a cup of coffee. To yes. naturally hang out here. So here's a quick introduction. This is uh, Facebook Live. This is LockDoc Security. And we've had this idea for a while to do a podcast. Uh, Levi and I have spent many evenings just kind of hanging out in the conference room and testing out this theory of recording some podcasts. And, well, now we're, uh, we're here. And this is, <laughs> this is kind of what we're going to try to do. We would like to share a little of insight of, of our company and what we uh, are about. But really, we want to frame it around kind of the concept of a natural, normal conversation that happens uh, in these four walls every single day. So we're just, uh, this is a typical, a typical scenario here, hanging out, drinking some coffee, and then having some really, I feel like, valuable conversations yep. about... Mm-hmm. Maybe life, but uh, it's a lot of life. A lot of a life lot of stuff. Life. I mean, there's there's heavy debates about bacon yes. and the best cheeseburgers and yes. all kinds of stuff. Mm, food is a constant. Topic. Important things. <laughs> the very important things. But we also talk a lot about kind of how to develop better as individuals, uh, how to grow as an organization, and so forth. So that is uh, that's kind of what we're here for today. And um, the really neat thing about this, and the con- the concept about this right now, is that we're recording. This we're we're recording the audio, we're, we're recording the video, and we're also live on Facebook. So um, we'll uh, we'll be able to share this later on. But uh, my name is Chad Lingefelt. Um, you've probably seen videos and things of that nature online. If you haven't, then uh, you should go check out our YouTube page. It's YouTube.com/slash Inc. Across the table. Good morning. Good morning, Chad. How are you doing? How's the coffee? It's uh, it's good. It's my second cup. So uh, mm. started off with a uh, not really a cold brew coffee, but more of an iced coffee this hat this morning from the house. Mm. Uh, so probably going to be jolting here soon. This is uh, I'm on my second uh, americano, but that's mm. that's normal. It's yeah, that's normal. That's, that's pretty much par for the course. <laughs> so tell us who you are and, and sure. what your uh, what you do here. Uh, my name is Kevin Starr, and I am one of the account managers here at Lockdoc Security. And um, happy to be here this morning. Kind of wedged my way in, you know. I know. <laughs> so, you know, it's good morning. And then at the end of the table, in the nice gray shirt, ironically, hmm. Levi Gray. Yeah, um, I do customer service here, and uh, you know, just anything else, pretty much. I'm kind of whatever. I'm needed for, I guess. But, Fill in uh, the gaps. I'm, I'm a gap jack filler. of all yeah. trades, <laughs> master of none, He's the one and only. But, uh, That's a great new title, Gap Filler. Gap Filler. There you go. Please don't put that on my business card. <laughs> <laughs> so Levi answers most every phone call that comes in to our main line. He, he's responsible for all emails, uh, online chat, any communication that's uh, your primary. Obviously, Nathan, who is not here right now, I'm sure he'll make an appearance at some point in time on uh, on the podcast. Uh, is is works alongside uh, of you and, and handles a majority of the scheduling. And that's uh, that's yeah. kind of our whole our whole customer service area. Kevin uh, also has a counterpart, Zach, Zach yes. out, out uh, outside sales that uh, is doing an awesome job and really great kind of team effort there. So that's kind of what we're about. Um, a, a couple of things that I, I do like to talk about whenever I talk about LockDoc and especially our office environment is it's it's 
it's very intense on occasion um, because we we handle emergency security issues from time to time, and customers mm-hmm. are saying, "Hey, I need mm-hmm. you here right now, right here, get this fixed." And yeah. so we're in a, we're in a constant state of that. We are also in a constant state of problem solving big projects, but we also have a lot of fun. Uh, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of goofing off and things, but we also are really intense with our coffee, and so that's yeah. kind of why we're titling this thing <laughs> "Coffee Break" is yes. because. There is no substitute for a high-intense situation when you can come in and make a nice cup of coffee and just chill out. Yes, and we're not talking drip coffee. We're talking yeah. real coffee. We don't we don't do yeah. drip coffee here. There's not a there's not a bun coffee machine can, in can here or this? a Keurig or a Keurig. no Keurigs here. <laughs> I don't know if they can uh, see the espresso machine. It, it's though. it's not in view right now, but um, behind Kevin. There, we have four types of coffee to choose from. We have uh, an espresso machine. We have French press. We have our new uh, siphon brew, which we'll have to show that at yeah. some point in time on the podcast because yeah. that's pretty intense. Yes. Um, and then we have the pour o- the Chemex pour sure. over. Yeah. So any yeah, of your flavor. One episode, we should like set the siphon up like in the middle of the table and just kind of let it go while we're talking. Well, it'll take that that long. It'll for take it to about that up. long to go, but you know. <laughs> well, I, you'll have that. We got a new burner over there, but I don't have any butane, so it's just really a decorative mm. thing. Mm. Have to get that rolling. Yeah, get some butane. Some butane. <laughs> you tried denatured alcohol. So. That's another conversation that we need to have because I have a different type of a burner mm-hmm. that is, I believe is supposed to take denatured alcohol, which I saw that we randomly we have, have tons cont- in the back. Uh, interesting. Yes. So interesting. we'll work on that here uh, here momentarily. <laughs> oh Lord! Send a few texts here. See, yeah. see if we can uh, see if we can get some some siphon coffee brewing. Yes. Mm-hmm. Other than that, uh, it is it's uh, Tuesday morning. Yep. Last night we had our final. Uh, gathering for a while at Top Golf, mm-hmm. uh, we did like a five or six week. I don't. I think remember. it was five. It was five Mondays. Five yeah. Mondays yes, in a row. Five Mondays. Yep. Five to seven p.m. It was just who can come come. Yep. We hit golf balls. Ate chicken. A lot of chicken wings. A lot of chicken wings. A lot of chicken wings. Really. Yeah. There's no such thing as too many chicken wings. So That's an impossible. Well, who has the high score right now? I believe it's Moody. Andrew Moody was still it, has the high score. I think like it's one ninety six is the current yeah, is the current top number, and that's on that's on the quick nine. Quick nine, yeah, quick nine. So if you've ever ever gone to Top Golf, um, there's they have several different games. You can just go hit the ball, but you can also play little little games. And there's one called Quick Nine where you hit uh, three balls in the red target, three balls in the yellow target, and three balls in the green, green target, target. Yes, and you you get scored based off of the uh, accuracy to the pin. Correct. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Uh, Andrew Moody, who's uh, one of our access control technicians, is destroyed it. I don't think anybody's going to get close to that number. Yeah, I mean, uh, we got one fifty last. You got one fifty, um, but still, one fifty is forty six points away. I know. I know. Last night, Luke was very, very adamant about yes. beating that score <laughs> and stayed there for many, many, many hours yes. trying to do it. But Perhaps, I don't I think, think he was, succeeded. Yeah, I think though. it was a fruitless endeavor. Yeah, really. Yeah, I would. I would. I would coattail that. It was fruitless. That's sad. <laughs> Poor Luke. He's probably still there. <laughs> <laughs> Blisters on his hands. That's why he's not here. That's not why he's at work. He slept yeah. in the parking lot so he could open like, the place sir, up. You, you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah. that's a good determined yes. aspect, right? Absolutely. See, you got to like that. He had a goal, and he had a target, and he was trying desperately, in vain, ultimately, to hit it, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's one of the things that, you know, from a, from an aspect around here, we we like to set goals. Yeah, we like to go after them, and so I enjoyed 
watching that happen. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was. It was. I will say this: it was a good time. It was. It was fun. Yeah. Very, very determined. Yes, very. Well, cool. So, um, by way of introduction, Chadling felt Kevin Star Levi Gray all here. Um, we're going to kind of rotate people in and out of this on a weekly basis. So, if you're this is the first time you're watching this, the goal right now. And this may be the only one that you ever see, but the goal right Hopefully now... Hopefully not. Hopefully not. <laughs> is that... First of many. Um, every Tuesday morning at 9 a.m., we'll have a coffee break and just kind of check in with each other and, and see how things are going. And then this will be also available uh, wherever fine podcasts are listened to or streamed and obviously on YouTube. So check it out there. Um so, second thing to get to today is uh, our topic of discussion. Yes. So, we're not just going to talk about coffee and Top Golf, but yeah. our, our topic of discussion for we today. We talk about pickles. There you go. <laughs> <We> <laughs> I think derailed. I, yeah, I think I think we've we've killed that we've conversation. Killed yeah. yeah, too many, too many. So, our topic of conversation today, Kevin. Momentum. Momentum. So, set that up for us and uh, what what it means to us and sure. how it applies to small business in general. One of the things, I, I want to say this before you set that up. I want this podcast, I want this this Facebook Live video to not be just all about LockDoc. Obviously, we're, we're here and we're in the office, but I want it to be a source of... Uh, useful information for other small businesses uh, to maybe uh, inspire, motivate, or whatever the case may be. So, um, one of uh, so we, each week we want to have some type of a topic to wrap everything around. This week to start off is momentum. momentum. Yes. So, kind of how I came into the idea to talk about momentum this morning is you know, every for those of you that don't know, every Tuesday, Chad, Zach, and Dustin and myself, we all sit down. And we talk about kind of how things are going in our world as far as like from an account manager's perspective, um, new clients that are coming in, projects that we're working on, things of that nature. And for some reason this morning when I was riding in, just the word momentum came to me because, you know, we're, we're looking at kind of what we've done this year as a collective group and kind of where we're headed for the year. And like Chad had said earlier, you know, we did set a goal back in January and I think we're going to hit it. I think we may actually surpass it by quite a bit. Um, if we kind of keep things rolling. But the, the, the thing that I was trying to wrap my head around in, as far as momentum goes is, like, the, the biggest example I can kind of give back in the day, um, which I'm not that old, but um, I used to help bale hay uh, at a farm down the road. And, um, you know, you got the square bales, and then you've got the huge, giant, round ones. And those were always very, very difficult to move because they're big, they're heavy, and they're bulky. But once you get them moving, it's not that bad. You just kind of, kind of, you know, keep control of it. And I feel like, especially for us, you know, like last year, you guys went through like this huge explosive growth phase, added lots of new people toward the end, myself included, kind of toward the end of the year. And I feel like, you know, maybe we are that bale of hay. You know, we're, we're constantly growing as an organization. We're getting bigger. And we had a little bit of challenges in, in January. You know, we had a new system, a lot of new faces, kind of getting that ball rolling. And now here we are in the second half of the year, and I feel like this giant bale of hay is now moving. Mm-hmm. And we're, we're at a good pace. And, and you know, we're, we're clicking. We're working together as a team. We're hitting goals. I mean, we are crushing it. You know, we're just, just crushing, and there's no other way to put it. So the kind of thing I wanted to keep in mind is how do we keep that momentum going? How do we keep that bale of hay rolling? But on the other side of that is 
once you get that ball rolling, you got to kind of keep control on it because if it gets away from you, it's going to slam into somebody's truck and <laughs> it's going to destroy it. Um, so that's kind of something I, I've been mindful of over the last couple of weeks, especially is because we've been working on some really big projects and we've got a lot going on. And I just want to, you know, how do we keep that good momentum, that good steady pace without losing control? And that's kind of what I want to talk about this morning. It's, it's interesting because um, you bring a very valid point. Anytime you, you incorporate change, ma- major change within your organization, it's a major disruptor and you never know what the outcome is going to be. And so we had major disruption at the end of last year and the beginning of this year with, uh, with some um, addition of personnel, but we also had uh, change in our workflow management mm-hmm. system, which was by far more disruptive than anything that we could have ever imagined. Um, and and then once that happens, because, you know, 2016 and through the, the latter part of 2017, we had momentum going mm-hmm. based off of our current set of circumstances, right? Yeah. And then there's a disruption. And when, that's, when that disruption happens, then how you react to it or how you adapt to it is will determine the, the kind of the next phase. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I always think of things in, in bar graph forms because that's where my mind goes a lot of times. And, and I can see, and I've showed this graph multiple times of our business where there's a bar graph of growth and, and you can see flat spots or drop points. And you can also go back to that time when we made a major change mm-hmm. and it impacted us mm-hmm. shortly thereafter. You'll see a, a spike up, yeah. but, um, and, and what's happened, what I've seen from a momentum standpoint, which is very interesting is over time as our organization has gotten more and more, um, more adjusted to change our momentum rebounds mm-hmm. at a faster pace. Mm-hmm. If that makes any sense. Yeah. 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 And I think, um, I think that's so important to understand, um, understand kind of I guess if you're so focused on that specific situation where you're starting to slow down a little bit um, and not looking at the big picture as uh, as someone uh, once said seeing the forest for the trees um, <laughs> named Kevin Starr um, yeah but I think if you're not looking at the big picture and focusing on okay well you know we're we're slowing down right now but we're ultimately building sometimes you have to pull it back a little bit to get more momentum so mm-hmm. that you can get more force. So um, so when you see the big picture, ultimately that long run momentum of building more speed and building more growth and progress, we have to constantly look at what is killing our momentum overall, mm-hmm. um, but also what do we need to pull back on a little bit so that we can shoot forward more. Sure. Um, and so we have to... Yeah, I think... I think one Wednesday morning you were talking about slingshot, right? You, you, you got to pull back yeah. in order to, to yeah. release and go forward. And I've got a slingshot on my desk for that very reason. Well, the, the, one of the great analogies that I've heard before is, you know, bow and arrow, same, same kind of concept, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, slingshot the same way, is, is that momentum is if you, you have to pull it back, so you've got to stretch. Mm-hmm. And then when you let go, you're going to see you're distance. Off to the races. Yeah. But if you just take it and push... You go nowhere. Yeah. yeah. So it requires a bit of a stretch so yeah. you can get the longer distance. Yeah. And the more you stretch, the farther you can go. Um, and, and I think that that kind of plays into well, to part yeah, of that. It is. And, you know, and kind of what you were talking about looking at bar graphs, if, if you were to go back and look at it, I think the very interesting thing is, is over a longer period of time, you know, whereas last year 
your highs are essentially like what our lows are at now. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. the whole, you know, everything is kind of moving forward. And yeah, we have lows and we have down spots, but they're not, you know what I'm saying? They're not like massively detrimental, you know, as we kind of grow and expand and we learn ultimately, um, you know, the, what used to be your goal is kind of now like our baseline. Correct. And now, you know, it's just kind of everything, you know. and It's constant adjustments. It's constant adjustments. And, and I have to throw a cliche in here because uh, Levi, you know, he calls me the purveyor of fine cliches. And I, <laughs> I pride myself in that. But, you know, um, as they say, uh, a rising tide lifts all boats, mm. you know. So I feel like the tide is rising and we just got to ride the wave. That's good. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> purveyor of fine fine cliches, cliches. only that's, the finest will do that's yeah. your cliche of the day that's folks. a top shelf cliche that right is there. a top shelf cliche that one came from Harris Teeter well you can never you can't top Harris Teeter with cliches I mean I don't know unless you live up north and then you got Wedgman's which is apparently far superior to Harris Teeter uh, but I digress so here's a question because I've talked about this before years ago uh how do you maintain your momentum? What are some key factors that if you're that if you're struggling to get it started, yeah, one thing, but two, if you haven't going, how do you maintain it? Mm. Yeah, I, so and this is one thing I was thinking about, and I, was, I think I was actually having a discussion uh, with my wife recently about how important it is that one. So the one of the main killers to momentum, I think, is simply inaction. Is if either you just get um, you get depressed that you're not moving fast enough or making enough progress or whatever it is. But the worst thing you can do is stop acting, stop doing what you need to do. Like, and so, so the best thing you can do conversely is take one step, you know, and it doesn't. And and I always say like, if this is my goal and this is where I am, um, the worst thing I can do is, is today not, not move closer to that goal. But I don't have to move halfway there. I don't have to move even a quarter of the way there. Just what is one thing I can do to get me one centimeter closer to that goal and then do that thing, you know? And then tomorrow, try to do something bigger. Tomorrow, try to do something more. But I think one of one of the things that I've learned is that find that one small, very easy thing to do and, and keep doing that so that at least you're moving one step closer every time, that you're doing something and so that's, that's one thing for me is just keep moving somehow, some way. And eventually I think momentum will build yeah. as you're making those adjustments and, and things like that. And, you, and you, along the way, you have to recognize when you're actually making those small achievements. Yeah. Um, it's, a, it's, it's a retrospective look back. Hey, okay, it feels like we're stuck. It feels like we're not making any mm-hmm. forward motion. We don't have any forward yeah. momentum. And so you have to kind of stop and turn around and go, Oh well, yeah, we have, and this yeah. is this is these are the areas that we have won in. So let's keep working mm-hmm. towards that versus just being down on yourself for feeling like you're never making any progress. I, I think mm-hmm. that as something that it's self awareness, maybe um, it's, but it's always kind of reassessing where yeah. you are um, yeah. as a business, as an individual. That's one of the things that I do want to make sure we continue to focus on, especially even here is. You know, always improving, self improvement, self evaluation. Um, because if we're all mindful of that, if we're all kind of uh, self aware of of what's going on, then we can work better cohesively as an organization. Uh, if we're if we're blind to that, if we have no self awareness, 
then it's a struggle yeah. to to kind of communicate to to work together. And you know, and I really like what you said about uh, Levi doing the kind of the small things just to try to get yourself you know forward to that goal. Um, a real world example would literally be football. I mean, if you look at kind of old school football, you know, not a lot of passing game, but a lot of running game. Mm. It's it's grinding and it's hard and it's tough. But realistically, if you think about it, if every down you can get three yards on every – and it's just three yards, and there's 100 yards on a football field. Yeah. If you can get three yards down, you're yeah. unstoppable. Yeah. And then that's all it takes is three yards. Hmm. So I, I play golf with my grandfather on occasion, and uh, he's the one that kind of got me interested in golf many, many years ago. And over the years now, he's, he's in his mid-80s, and I tell people this all the time. He hits the ball 150, 160 yards – straight down the fairway. Mm-hmm. He's not out there crushing it 200 plus, 250, 300, but he hits it 150 yards. And he gets in the fairway, and he gets his fairway wood, and he hits it another 150 yards. And he will beat you in golf horribly by just being consistent. Exactly. Small steps forward. Yeah. I'm out there trying to crush it 250, right, yeah. and I'm searching in the woods for the ball. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And and he's in the middle of the fairway. He knows exactly where he's at. Point. Yeah. Ahead yeah. at, 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 a, at a small clip, but he's yep. consistent and he can play park golf because mm-hmm. he's consistently moving forward. Yeah, um, it's an it's a different way to look at things when you're talking about progression. A lot of times we all want to we want the big strides. You know, we want to see the big mm-hmm. the big projects, yeah. the big thing. But those small consistent projects, yeah. that small consistent progression is was where you're winning. Mm-hmm. So very interesting. Yeah, yeah. Good, good conversation, time. good topic. Yeah, momentum. Absolutely. All right, off the cuff. <laughs> Boom. So last thing to talk about, and then we'll, we'll, we'll put a nice little pretty bow on this, is uh, we, we want to have some type of a, I guess, a case study, something that uh, we've been working on that we saw some, some, some success with for one of our customers. So um, I know over the last couple of months, we had a recent project where um, a customer called us and said, hey, I've had some vandalism in mm-hmm. my parking lot. Mm-hmm. Kevin was the guy that went out yeah. and talked to them. How, give us a kind of a, sure. a overview of what that looked like. So we had a we had a manufacturing facility uh, over here in Charlotte, and they had some recent incidents with some vandalism in their parking lot, uh, with them involving specifically employees' personal property. Um, so it was a huge concern for them because you know they were kind of at the stance. Well, you know if if my employees are inside. And they're scared or they're worried about what's going to happen at work. How focused are they really on their task at hand? You know, their mind is kind of elsewhere. So to kind of set it up a little bit more, uh, we had we had already been out on site. We had done some mechanical work for them, some rekeying, a little bit of repairs on some doors. And their project manager contacted me and said, look, you know, you guys have done a, a stellar job for us here already. I definitely want to get you guys involved with the next phase of our kind of our security, which was going to be access control and, and security cameras. Um, so, you know, again, he, he brought us in and we sat down and we hashed it out and, you know, he, he laid out all of his concerns, you know, kind of, hey, this is this is an incident we had. And it's yes, it's an isolated incident for right now. But, you know, we are mindful of what could potentially happen in the future. So these are the kind of things that we could possibly see happening. And we want to kind of head it off. You know, we want to kind of get ahead of the curve. Yeah. Um, you know, so we, we looked at it and, you know, their phase one of their project was to quite simply secure the building. 
you know, they were already using an electronic card uh, to manage their employees' time. And it just so happens it's the same kind of technology needed to run an access control system. So I was like, you know, you've already got the infrastructure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everybody already has credentials. You already have your database managed. Let's just simply tie that into your doors and increase your security. So step one for them was to secure their doors to keep the people inside safe if there was an incident. Um, you know, moving beyond a mechanical key system where if somebody had to be let go, if there was an emergency, they could immediately lock the doors down and keep people safe, as well as controlling a traffic gate in their truck yard. That was kind of phase one. And then phase two, which we are currently wrapping up now, was adding security cameras to kind of monitor what was going on in the parking lot. So Mm. if there was an incident, you know, they could go back and see kind of what happened. It was a very interesting shift because when I first made contact with them, Mm -hmm. they had literally hired a CMPD officer to basically sit in the parking lot 24 hours a day, seven days a week to kind of keep tabs on it. And it was just It was a pretty big incident that happened. It was a huge incident, yes. Um, And they were just, the costs on that that officer sitting there was just simply huge. Yeah. You know, so... So a couple of interesting components of that is um, this particular situation. I've been in the industry for 14 years, and I've never heard of this exact yeah. scenario before. I was like, this um, is North Carolina, not California. <laughs> and and, and it's, it's interesting, and that's the reason that I, I think this is a great, a great topic to discuss, is that it's a, it's a one-off. It's a custom-type mm-hmm. situation. Yeah. Are we ever going to run across those exact variables I again? I hope not. It, it's a high probability that we won't. Right. And so I think from what you what you did is you went in and you said, hey, what's going on? What's important to you? What do you already have? What are you using? What's going to work with your current employee flow, the right. current process? That we're not impeding the process, but we're mm-hmm. improving the security. Sure. And so it's kind of a custom solution yeah. instead of just a out-of-the-box, hey, this is what we do for everybody. Yeah, it definitely was not a canned solution yeah. um, because they had, you know, they had so many variables. Um, you know, so I couldn't just come out there with a big box of tools and say, hey, here you go. This is kind of what we're going to do. We had mm-hmm. to physically go around to each opening, you know, where the most traffic was. Did it make sense here but not here? Yeah. You know, what kind of changes do we need to make? And it's, I mean, even after our initial assessment, it's evolved since then. Yeah. And then we've changed a few things because they've, you know, they used the system and they realized, hey, this was a shortfall. We need to add something here. This didn't quite work like we thought. So we've made some changes on the fly. So it's so, kind of it's constantly growing. W- one thing that uh, I think is always important when, when when you're talking about custom solutions right that, like that is to always have uh, kind of a concept of somebody that you trust. You know, if it's us, that's great. If it's somebody else, that's great. But somebody that you can trust to say, Hey, I'm looking for recommendations uh, because I don't know. You know, mm-hmm. I, I know what my employees are are doing and what they're responsible for, and what I want kind of the end result to be. But I'm not sure. Like, give me some insights, maybe some suggestions on. Well, maybe this is a better entry point instead of the one that you're using. Just those little tweaks like that help a lot. I mm-hmm. I, I know. Um, you know, it's, I always go back to auto mechanics a lot because I am the worst at auto mechanic. <laughs> and so I, I want to find somebody that I trust to be able to give me recommendations based off of what's going on rather than, you know, me telling them what to do. I'm saying, hey, I don't know what's wrong or I don't know what I need. Yeah. And, and I trust you to give me an, some, honest, an honest opinion, honest opinion yeah. instead of just trying to sell me something, if sure. that makes any sense. 
from a customer service standpoint, where does that, how does that play in from even this type of project um, from the overall perspective? Because this particular customer, we had been doing work with them yeah. for a while, but it was very limited, very minimal. lock yeah. and key type mm-hmm. uh, repair work. So from customer service, how does, how does this, this all play together? Yeah, I mean, uh, so there's a couple things I think we can note from that project. One of the things which you've already touched on is simply um, just being able to provide a complete solution and a solution that is a solution, you know, like that fits the problem, not just some one-off thing. And, I mean, going back to the auto mechanic um, uh, analogy, I, I mean, I know auto mechanics where if you need an inspection done and you have something broken in your car, you go there, you pay them 12 bucks, and they you know, look, they turn on the lights and turn off the lights and slap a sticker on your car. Um, I won't tell you who those are, but, uh, <laughs> Shower but name, would not recommend. Yeah. But if, if you ever wanted your car fixed, you, you can't, you can't count on them, Yeah, you know, cause they're, you know, again, they're going to do the same thing. But I also know mechanics that charge, you know, 40 bucks just to do oil change and everything, but they're mm-hmm. going to come out. They're going to literally show you, here's what your fluid should look like, and here's what your fluid is. You know, here's everything that we've looked at, this 40-point diagnostic of your entire car. And, and so, for to me, it, that's worth it because they are providing actual solutions. I can then trust them to do what's needed to be done. So you find um, value. You find value in it. And that's, that's the key there is that there's certain things you're going to pay, pay a lot less for, mm-hmm. but what are you getting out of it? You're going to get what you pay for. Um, and so with, with this Mueller job, we came out intent on providing value, intent on providing a solution to the problem. And, uh, and I think that stands out we're not just coming out here to say, oh, well, here's our packaged such and such, you know, if it works, it works, but it's rather like, what do you have and how can we help you? That's customer centric. That's, you are a customer. You are important. So everything we do is going to be centered around you. Yes, sir. Um, and I think the other thing is is simply just um, just from what I've seen on the project is our our timeliness on it. You know, and obviously you've got parts that come in and things like that. But the fact that we went on site, we did the full walkthrough, and you know, in very little time, we were able to say this is our this is our um, solution that we want to provide you. And this is how quickly we can get it done, and um, and just get on the ball with it. I and think. that, and I think honestly, that that was another another compliment that they paid us, and it may be a topic of discussion at a later point. But yep. you already touched on it. Our our punctuality. He was actually blown away at you know from the time it took to put the request in mm. for me to get on site, have a meeting with them, spec the whole thing out, and then turn around and say, hey. These are your fail points. These is this is what you're trying to achieve. This is what you need to get there. Yeah. He was just blown away at how, you know, just how quickly, you know, we were able to get to it. So I think punctuality, you know, and promptness definitely play into yeah. that as well. It's a good topic. Make sure we note that down for future for our future yes, conversations. For sure. Guys, uh, our our coffee break is is about up. Um I've had fun. Yeah, it's a definitely. It's been a blast. Think we should do this again next week? Sure. Yeah. Sure. Next week. If you want to sit around and drink coffee and talk, I am your guy. <laughs> I, microphone or no? Can't no microphone. <laughs> Count me in. Next week, we actually are going to have a guest with us joining us remotely. We're not exactly sure how we're going to make that happen yet, um, but we'll figure it out. Uh, Steve Bryson from Security Lock and Key up in Roanoke, Virginia, uh, is going to... The Old Dominion. Yeah, is going to be uh, visiting with us on... 
co- our coffee break next week. So um, look forward to that. Otherwise, uh, you can check us out, on, obviously. Uh, our website is locdoc.net. All of the social media outlets, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, uh, LinkedIn, you can find us all there, L-O-C, D-O-C, I-N-C, um, and then everybody here as well on all the social media outlets, you can search us as well. So thank you very much for joining us today. Um, we've had a blast, and we look forward to seeing you next time during our coffee break. <laughs>